Hi, I'm Pam Dunn, and for the next 10 minutes or so, join me in a conversation that will provide practical ways to access your inner wisdom. Since being wise means you will act and behave based upon your knowledge, what you know, it means when we know better, we can do better. There is immense wisdom in listening and learning from others. So what you hear today will provide infinite possibilities and opportunities for practice. Hello, everybody. This is Pam Dunn with 10 Minutes of Infinite Wisdom. I'm so looking forward to our conversation today with Stephanie Wessel. We are going to talk about the wisdom of not being present. I know, I hope you all remember, though, that the wisdom is gained from something that we've learned, and then we put that into action. So Steph is going to help us with that. Steph is also a certified coach for Your Infinite Life and soon-to-be fellow podcaster, which we'll tell you about in a little bit. So thanks for being here, Steph. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. official. (laughs) So, so I want you to start us off. I'll laugh a lot with stuff. I always do. Um, I want you to start us off by sharing a little bit about what, what wisdom did you gain from not being present? And what does that mean? Whoa. Um, I think it was like the the reason that pushed me into this work to begin with. I had three children very quickly, lights of my life, loves of my life, right? And then you're like, ah, I need some skills to to stay in the race. (laughs) You had no choice but to be present with your children because they're infants and you need to take care of everything. But I think I lost track on everything else in my life besides the day-to-day wake, rinse, repeat, and kind of, you know, Groundhog Day it again. And it got to a point where, you know, our good friend Susie Walton had been talking about this coursework and she said, you know, I think that this could help you. You know, I think that you'd be great in it. I think you'd love it. And, you know, I just kind of rolled my eyes at her all the time. Like, when am I going to find the time to put into myself when I, you know, I have all these little, little beings touching me all day and needing me and, you know, where's me in this? I can't, I can't do that right now. Susie, you're crazy. So she finally talked me into going to a class and it was, you know, 10, 12 people max. (laughs) And I walk in and it's like the world's largest course room because they had like ever set to be. And I like looked right at her eyes wide. And if anybody knows me, I can be very facially expressive, almost to the point where you're like, are you trying to do this? So like, I literally looked at her. I think I used a curse word. I won't use it on your podcast. We're a family friendly show, but, um, I was not happy. I think I almost walked out, but she told me to grow up. (laughs) And I did. I I took that step towards growing up. And in that moment, I, I think I explained it in my bio, all the lights turned on. It just made sense. And I was like, the one thing that I had been neglecting in, you know, not being present was myself, is that, you know, I was taking care of the babies and they were healthy and thriving. and My family was good. And then I realized the time I wasn't making for my life was me in it. So that's when I decided that the coursework was selfishly going to be my time. And then I realized how taking that time 
really affected every aspect of our family. You know, when I decided that I was, I was the star character of this show, that's when everything started to change. And um, when I started to be present to myself, what am I feeling? What do I need? That's when everything started changing for me. And I, I needed more. And I wanted other people to feel like that as well. Because we get so caught up in all of the things that we're supposed to do in a daily basis, the checklist, the to-do lists, you know, the homework, the, the board meetings, the Zoom meetings, that we forget that we're the most important people in our lives. And we really have to cultivate that relationship first and foremost in order to be anything to anybody around us. Yeah, it's. I just love the way that you're saying that too, is, you know, we have, like, we're the most important and we have to cultivate that relationship. And sometimes that's easier said than done. So I, I want to bring in a little bit of, you know, like taking that and helping our audience put it into realistic terms. So let's start here. Will you explain to everybody, because you do this so beautifully, what it means to not be present? Sure. So for me, it really was going through the motions. I had, like I said, three children very close together. And then we were, I took the jobs that they could be with me at. I needed to work. So they, they were with me at work. Then I changed careers, went back to school so that I could be at a preschool with them. (laughs) So I kind of did everything that I needed to do to be present, but I was not, I was a little bit resentful because that's not what I wanted to do. It's what I had to do, I thought. And then as soon as I started this coursework, I realized that anything we have to do can also be a want to do if we change our mindset. And I had all these lofty goals and all these different things that I thought I was missing out on. And then when I shifted my perspective into realizing that your life is not like a 50-yard dash, your life is really the entire race. And I kept thinking how disappointing it was that I was not, you know, able to do what I wanted to do Mm -hmm. and didn't ever soak up the moment of all the things that I was doing. You know, I have three kids. I I was running a successful Montessori school. I was part of a leadership committee. I I was doing these courseworks to become a teacher, but none of that felt like it was mine because I wasn't present in the moment that I was doing this for me. And then Mm -hmm. when I started, I think it was when we were going through the teacher training, the certified coach training that I realized you're not, (laughs) you need to check in to your life a little bit and you need to be here. So it's a conscious thing that you have to do and you have to work on that present being present is a total gift to you because it makes the Monday, Monday morning grocery shopping worth it. You know, I get to feed my family with this food. I, you know, I get to be out in the grocery store when couple, like a year ago, that was a scary endeavor to be in. So just realizing that the work about presence and being present and not being present, you're in, you're in control of that. You're in complete control of how you look at things and what you decide to put your interest in. And it seems like the way that you began to understand what presence actually is, is when you included yourself in the equation. 
Right. I felt like I was an outsider looking in and just kind of observing my life. And, and, and that created a lot of hostility in all that, all that I was doing because I wasn't actually taking leadership of any of the roles that I was, you know, doing on a daily basis. They were being done for someone else, my children, my husband, my boss, my, you know, coworkers, everybody else, except for me. Mm-hmm. So I really had to buy into being active participating member of my life. And I think that a lot of us tend to do that is we have these ideas about what, where we should be at a certain age or what we should be doing, what we weight we should be, what, you know, all of the different factors that we play in, in our subconscious every single day. Sometimes we allow that to be our story when it hasn't even happened. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it takes away from the magic of what you're, what you're doing every day, actually. Yes, I can see that. And then I can see too, when you spoke about, you know, the hostility that, that can surface, then you probably also didn't feel okay about being hostile. Like even that wasn't okay. Correct. And I grew up athletic and I grew up very kind of, everybody kind of said I was a little bitchy because I was just competitive (laughs) and (laughs) they're not wrong. That is also me. And she's, she's strong and she's fierce and But I didn't like the idea of something, of that being outside of my control. I didn't like the idea of something else bringing that out in me. So I, I, she is fair. She is competitive. She is all those things, but she's also very patient, very kind, very loving. And there's room in these equations for all of us. If there's room in our own minds for that person, because once when you get stuck being told you are this, you are that you also believe that, but you can be all of those things and be loved at the same time. Mm -hmm. I think that's part of the work about seeing like your deepest, darkest parts and saying like, hi friend, like come sit with me for a second. Let's get comfy. Let's figure out what's going on here and let's get there together. You know, Mm -hmm. instead of having this war all the time within yourself about who you should be, who you are, who you aren't. I think it's a different discovery every day of who you are. And that's what not being present felt like it was kind of like a, like a split in my Mm. own self. And then it felt very much pulling in different directions. And I, I think I said to you one time, it almost felt paralyzing to the point where I didn't even know what I wanted to do when I went forward because I was too busy either replaying past conversations, different scenarios of what could happen in my head, all of the things of the above. So I really just, it's not like I've managed or mastered anything. And I think that's the prettiest work that we do is that you really do take responsibility for needing to grow within yourself in order to be able to be present for anybody you want to have this conversation with help talk to sit down on the couch with whatever like it needs to be authentic and it needs to be real and all those aspects of yourself are beautiful even the ones that we are conditioned to think are not (laughs) (laughs) exactly and I can see you know and want to say that I think sometimes that concept of being present is so abstract and and you do such a good job of you know, finding a way to take an abstract concept and bring it into everyday life, which is, you know, make sure that you're including yourself in the equation. And 
also, you didn't say this directly, but that this is a process. It's it's not something that happens overnight and, oh, I've got it. And now I'm present all the time. It's a daily activity and a daily presence to including yourself in the story. And, and I want, I want you to share with everybody what you're up to, but I want to, I want to part with one of the things that you said that to me was so profound. And I want everybody to, to kind of take this with them. And that was that you said, we need to make room in our own minds for all of who we are. Like, can I accept that bitchy self, that that, you know, kind self, that angry self, that fierce self. And, and the truth is, is we accept our friends that way. Of course we can accept ourselves. I was just going to say that we do so much work, um, loving people through their trauma and hard times that it's, it's almost comical that I find the hardest work to be loving myself through those hard times. But yes, that's why I created a space, messy talks. Um, yes, tell us. We're doing these classes and we were going over mental, emotional, spiritual, self-reliance. And I kind of stayed quiet, which is not like me, Pam will let you know. Um, And then I said, Hey Pam, that's a mess. And you kind of got quiet for a second. And I was like, mental, emotional, spiritual, self-reliance is an acronym for mess. And I was like, how fitting when you're not taking care of yourself and all of those aspects of your life, that life gets very messy And I just wanted a space where I like to talk to people. I want to hear their stories. I want to look at them when they're at their lowest and say, like, this is not the end of it. You know, this is just a piece of it. Like, let's let's build this together. You know what I mean? These beautiful lives and stories. So Messy Talks is starting and I couldn't be more excited, terrified, belligerent, angry, ecstatic, And all of those things are so cool. And present. (laughs) And present. (laughs) All right. So you'll be hearing more about that. Thank you so much for today's stuff. Thank you so much. I love you. Accessing our inner wisdom is ongoing and ever-changing. You may now be thinking, how can I access more of my infinite wisdom? Well, we have lots of ways to do that. So go to www.yourinfinitelifeonline.com and consider taking two hours and attend our skilled communication online class. Each class is only $99 and is limited to five participants so that you can get individual attention to become a better communicator. We have a learning journey membership program for only $29 per month and five collaboratives throughout the year that bring experts together on various topics. Thanks for joining us. And if you've benefited from this podcast, please subscribe, like, and or comment. Find out more about our coaching and offerings also at www.yourinfinitelifeonline.com. Have a great week accessing your inner wisdom.